three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Ladies, gentlemen, theys, and gays, this is The Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter, here. All right, I'm going to get this over with. I'm not going to spend a long time talking about this movie. So I've got a review for The Monsters, which is written and directed and produced by Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie, you, of course, you know from his Halloween films, House of Thousand Corpses. Uh, God, what's the other one? Three in... Uh, three in Hell, something like that. Uh, three from Hell, pardon me. Lords of Salem, yeah, you know, musician as well. So I'm just going to get this over with, y'all. This is a bad fucking movie. And I, look, I understand that there will be horror enthusiasts who go ahead and advocate for this film, talk about how it's, you know, it's the old school horror throwback that people didn't know that we needed. The thing is, this is just a lazy film, and I watched this on Saturday, and I'm going to be completely honest with y'all, I am having such a hard time even looking through my notes of what the hell happened in this movie. So, the very basic, basic plot is Lily Munster, who's played by Sherry Moon Zombie, I will get to her in a moment, she plays Lily, and she is a 150-year-old Lovelorn vampire searching for the man of her nightmares. She even says that in the, in the movie, which, you know, gag. She goes ahead and sees Herman on TV, who's played by Jeff Daniel Phillips, who I think if there's anything, good, quote, good, unquote, about this movie, it would be his performance, but I'll get there in a moment. So, you know, love at first sight, uh, love at first sight, <laughs> love at first sight, and basically you find out that something happened with their house that they're going to live in, uh, Herman got, oh my god, I'm so bored, I'm already bored talking about the plot of this movie, it, it's the Munsters, and look, if you've watched the Munsters before, there is no Eddie Munster in this, obviously, because this is an origin film, there is no, uh, what was her, what's her name, Marilyn, no, uh, she's not in this. For an origin story, though, this this screams Funny or Die sketch. This screams Netflix special. Uh, what was the thing they did? That uh, Undertaker in the uh, that inner uh, that Undertaker New Day Halloween special thing that choose your own adventure. That was like 35, 40 minutes, something like that. That's what this should have been. There is no goddamn reason this should have been an hour and fifty minutes. Now. Look, I've watched, uh, I actually watched a good amount of The Monsters when I was a kid, because I would check it out on TV land, and one of the things about the original show is that it's very rapid fire. A lot of puns, obviously, because that was the, you know, that's how it was back then, but also so much of the comedy came from The Monsters interacting with, quote, normal, unquote, people, and the thing that this movie really completely misses in it being an origins film is that we don't get to the goddamn monster's house until about 15 minutes left in the film maybe even 10 minutes there's such a such a short amount of time with them actually interacting with other humans or, or with humans that so much of the comedy is down to just puns and not even good puns but puns that linger on way too much it really feels like 
it feels like open mic night at a junior high youth group. That's really what it feels like. It's just it's just awkward and uncomfortable and there's no comedic timing. And I, I've mentioned her earlier, Cherry Moon Zombie, look, she's a very attractive woman. She seems super nice. I'm sure, you know, it's, it's Rob Zombie's wife. I'm sure he loves working with her. But as I said about Ben Falcone and Melissa McCarthy, I don't really fucking care if it doesn't yield results. And I think she can be scary in some of the stuff that she's been in for Rob Zombie, but I was never going, oh my God, she's a good actress most of the time. I think she's okay at best. And similar to what I said about Don't Worry Darlings, when you get something like this in the sense of you get a horror director who's going ahead and making a leap across genres to go ahead and do a comedy, not everyone can write comedy. And so when you're trying to stretch what I personally think is a 40 minute concept film at best and you're more than doubling that screen time, that is way too fucking long and the length of this film really really does begin the show even early on at the 30 minute mark when i got to the 55 minute mark i cannot by the way even tell you what was happening at the 55 minute mark on this but i was so goddamn bored i just was sitting there thinking okay i could stop watching this right now but as I've talked about on the show, I don't stop watching films. I don't walk out of movies. I, if I start a film, I'm going to finish it. But I was just, I was enraged at this point because I I wasn't laughing. I wasn't having fun with what I was seeing. Even the chemistry between the, the actors and the actresses in the film just felt missing. It felt hollow. Some of the set design stuff is kind of cool looking, but... It's only cool for the first 20 minutes when you realize, oh, these sets and everything aren't really going to improve. So I was really just bored and pretty mad watching watching this uh, for most of the time. There's this whole subplot where Herman and Lily go on holy, uh, holiday. They're, they go to Paris. And even the, the parts that are supposed to be, you know, quote, Paris, unquote, just looks so unimaginative. And it just, it really bummed me out watching this because Rob Zombie talks about how he's a fan of the monsters and how this is something that he used to watch growing up and how much he uh, reveres the property and how excited he was that he was getting a chance to make his vision. And what I would say to Rob Zombie, and look, I'm not trying to be an asshole. I, I I, I'm sure this is a property that he actually does love and has great reference for. But this is one of those times where, as the only writer, I go, you needed to bring in a, a comedian to work with you on this. I know I always say Pat Oswalt just because he's one of my favorite comedians, but this film really needed a punch-up writer to go ahead and know when to insert a joke here, when to pull back on this joke here. They, they really need someone who has an experience in comedy to go ahead and know how to make the script work. And at, again, an hour and 50 fucking minutes, this movie should have been an hour tops, but I think you could, as I mentioned, get this down to a 40-minute special easily. And I'm weirdly going to say that if there was a sequel greenlit for this, because I believe people are watching it, if anything, just to see if it's as big of a train wreck as people are hearing. If you get other writers, maybe even another director, maybe you keep Zombie on as a, as a producer. I don't know if I really want to see him direct another one of these, because he does that weird zoom in thing where he's like spinning the camera. It's almost like a weird kaleidoscope. I really fucking hate when Rob Zombie does that. But 
if you were to go ahead and get a another writer, maybe get even Eli Roth. I can't believe I'm throwing out Eli Roth's name for a fucking job. But if you got someone who I think could actually direct horror and someone who actually gets comedy, I think you could easily make a good uh, Monsters movie, short, what have you. Once they actually get into the house, that's when I actually got interested. I went, oh, cool. They're going to get to interact with, with humans. The one actual laugh I probably got out of this whole film is when Herman Munster wakes up and goes outside to go to work and it's the night after Halloween and they realize, oh, crap, all of our neighbors aren't uh, aren't uh, monsters they're actually you know normal people and they see people with kids and crap and herman is absolutely appalled and i actually chuckle at that it's so one chuckle i believe i actually got the whole fucking time so that's what i wanted to see i went oh this could be fun and by the time it's even remotely brought up it's like oh no movie's over it's like well fuck really so i getting my final thoughts i I just (sighs) Man, again, and I know it feels, feels like I'm dogging on Sherry Moon Zombie, but she really is acting like goth Jessica Alba in this movie. There are just points where she's like snapping her fingers and kind of looking around, almost like there's a bee buyer that she needs to swat. And she seems just very directionless. It feels like Zombie didn't rein her in. And she's almost, I don't know, it's almost like she's on drugs or something. And I, yeah, I, I can't really recommend this to anyone because I'd say... I think the Monster Show, I think you can stream it on Peacock. Go watch the original show. It's actually really quite funny. But this is rated PG, so the whole, I guess, point being, hey, it's for kids. But, you know, as as a, a pretty cool uncle, if I do say so myself, I don't know any of my nieces or nephews that I'd want to torture by watching this bland-ass movie. So you say it's for kids, but it's really not, because I don't think kids are going to laugh at this. I think kids would go... Can we put on Encanto again or almost anything else besides this fucking movie? There's no reason to watch it. So, yeah, so go fuck yourself. I, I don't... I'm sad that this exists. This will be on my top 10 worst of, most likely. Actually, it will be. What am I talking about? No reason to watch it. Don't watch it. Waste your time. I know people want to see, you know, goofy Halloween shit, but watch something like Monster House. Watch fucking... Watch fucking Joe's Apartment. I'd tell someone to watch that shit before I tell them to watch this. This is just bland and boring and really quite aggravating so yeah go fuck yourself yeah the monsters what did you think of it people let us know in the comments you can follow yours truly on the twitter at j hunter real pineapple you can follow scott on twitter at nearman the first don't forget to like share and subscribe most places you listen to podcasts uh samsung podcasts apple google podcasts podbean stitcher iHeartRadio, spotify amazon music TuneUp, soundcloud and podbean to name a few Spots at the real pineapple. You can go ahead and follow me on Letterbox at Black Shazam, and you can follow me on TikTok at Black Shazam seven seven five. And don't forget to like both of our pages on Facebook at the Real Pineapple. That's R E E L Pineapple and Real Pineapple Games. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. This is the first review of our real spooky series. We're gonna have other reviews come up uh, this month, including for Werewolf by Night, which I am so excited to let you uh, let all of you know my thoughts on that. Halloween, uh, Halloween, uh, actually, yeah, I am going to be reviewing the original Halloween, as well as Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends, as well as Hocus Pocus 2, and all the Scream movies, and, uh, there's going to be some other stuff, uh, coming down the pipeline as well for the Real Spooky series, so, 
I'll keep y'all updated on that. But we'll have re- new reviews up as well for stuff like Amsterdam coming up, as well as uh, Black Adam this month that comes out. But everyone, thank you so much for listening. Stay safe out there. Take care of each other. If you haven't gotten your booster shot yet, please go do that as we're getting the, f- uh, the flu months, flu season. But stay safe out there, everyone. Thanks again for the support, and we'll talk to you soon.